0: Hello and welcome to episode 228 of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. Um, That's James, a lot of episodes. That is a lot of episodes. We just we came to that realization not too long ago. But uh, uh, James is coming back from a uh, relaxing yet rainy vacation. And I'm coming back from a vacation that involved a sick baby. So I'm very tired. <laughs> so... <laughs> But the content gods at wizards uh, provideth today Always. was the uh, ban announcement f- uh, that we known about uh, after, like right after they did the we're going to do standard forever. Um, yep. They were like, we're going to do a ban on the 29th. And here it is. So we're going to talk here about the bans, maybe what decks it leaves in standard, and kind of where things may go going forward. Mm-hmm. So if you want to reach out to us on social media, say hi say what you wish was banned uh you can do that all those links facebook discord twitter all that stuff is in the description so you can click on those and come get at us
1: yeah or if you're the person that wanted to see fable of the mirror breaker in standard forever that they referenced when they were talking about these bands um i guess you can tell us why you think that's a good idea like brian said all the links are in in the description uh, if you're looking to support the show, there's a couple ways you can do it. The first is with our TCG Player affiliate link, casualtryhard.com slash TCG. Follow that link on over to TCG Player. Anything you purchase will get a cut off to help keep the show going, keep the lights on, as it were. Um, we'd really appreciate it. It doesn't cost you guys anything. You're going to be buying singles anyway. So buy from TCG Player, help us out, and we'll give you a high five or something. We appreciate it. Uh, yes. If you're looking to support us, <laughs> More directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg, where patrons get access to our show notes, so you get a sneak peek about what the upcoming show is going to be about. You also get access to our pre-show, about another hour of content out of us, sometimes magic-related, sometimes not. It's kind of a mixed bag, whatever we feel like talking about. Um, So patrons get access to that. And when I have cool stuff to send out to you guys, you can put on my mailing list. So I... Just got this last round sent out last week, and I've already seen some pictures running around. Seems like people are really happy with it. So if you want to be included, I'm not going to tell you what they were. You'll have to do some research to find out. But uh, if you're interested in being included or just interested in helping the show out, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash casual tryhardmtg and chip a couple bucks in. Whatever you think we're worth. It would mean a lot to us.
0: Yes. All right so standard bands so band, first band, 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 you just, <laughs> uh for the patrons who uh listened to the pre-show you got like a uh, a history lesson on like the last like six or seven years of bands uh, yeah. we went we went through them reminiscing about the decks <laughs> uh so um Talking about what was worse, Eldrazi or Hogak? Yes. Or uh,
1: venerated Loxodon, evidently.
0: <laughs> venerated Loxodon? <laughs> oh yes. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, so, um, we're doing this band now, and then they have their regularly scheduled annual band will be August the seventh.
1: Yeah. So. so- one of the things that we kind of and we didn't actually talk about what i'm going to say in the pre-show so stay tuned for a second but when we were talking about all the different bands and stuff we kind of implied that the pace of bands had escalated um and that was kind of part in due to pioneer where they said you know we're making this new format bands are going to be frequent and often and you know, basically whenever we feel like making them. And then that kind of spilled over into every format. And especially, yes. like, through the global lockdowns, um, things needed to change just to keep people's interest, I think, for... You know, I think that had something to do with it. Um, But we had lots and lots and lots and lots of bands. Power level also, but... Mm-hmm. So now... Basically, what what we're doing is going back to similar to how things used to be, where you knew when the bands were coming, they weren't very often, and you could kind of plan around it.
0: Yeah, so it used to be three or four weeks after a set release, there was a ban window, mm-hmm. and that's when stuff would get banned. But we yeah. should point out that I'm trying to find... Uh, Jace the Mind Sculptor and um, Stoneforge Mystic were banned... They were an emergency ban. But they were banned in Standard. There it is. In 2011. Alright? And the next Standard bans weren't until 2017? 17, yeah. Right? So... We went a really long time without standard bans, so we had gotten accustomed as Magic players to being like, you know, okay, boomer Magic players, uh, to being like standard bans don't happen, right, right. And then well,
1: so the game has also changed though.
0: It definitely has.
1: Like with, I'll say Moto, but I know that's less impactful than Arena. But just like the volume of games that get played i think to some extent you need bands to keep the format fresh otherwise like they're they're talking about doing all this to improve the health of standard and you know if standard is solved in a week and then the format gets stale in three weeks then like that's not really helping like, I, I, I know that the bands are supposed to keep decks like legal longer or whatever. That's why they're going to this. But if the format's solved and not fun, like, people aren't going to play. It doesn't matter what's legal and what's yeah, not. Yeah, was it,
0: was it uh, Thor in uh, actually Ho- Ho- or mm-hmm. and in our uh, Discord had mentioned that like before I would play my like crappy Abzan deck four times a week mm-hmm. as opposed to four times in an hour? Right. And so it was It was fine if it was so-so because I didn't play it that much. And right. like if the format was not great. I didn't play it, you know, for an hour every day. I played it for an hour or for like three hours a week, but that yep. was four matches in those three hours. Right. And so just because we're playing way more, it makes it way more difficult to keep a format like interesting. So mm-hmm. yes, like, you know, 2017 wasn't like arena, go fast, play lots of right. games time. right? That was later. But I think that just like, there's been a feeling that like, oh, we don't do bands in standard. And that has changed. And I don't think that a lot of the old guard player base has like, internalized that. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I still feel like, hey man, bands are weird. And I right. I only played for like, I guess like, Four years before, like, or three years before, standard ban started happening, but it felt weird then, and I, I, I don't feel like I've really like internalized like, hey, now Pioneer did throw that for a loop when they were like, eh we're just gonna like let the format format, and then they were just like, we're gonna just ban stuff all the time.
1: Yeah, listen, we're we're gonna go out to lunch at Olive Garden once a week. And depending on how much indigestion I get afterwards, we're going to ban some stuff.
0: Yeah. It's like, depending on... We'll, we'll determine what we ban based on taking in the basket of breadsticks and throwing them. And however they land, we will make uh, Ian Duke divine what card the uh, the, the breadsticks are spelling well, out. So
1: they're they're all going to order uh, unlimited soup salad and breadsticks. Mm-hmm. Except they're
0: going to put... a. Uh, alphabet noodles in the soup there you go could i please have the alphabet version of what of the wedding soup please thank yeah. you yeah um yeah they just have to throw it and they're just like oh it says veil of summer
1: excellent we're, we're just gonna you know throw it at the wall and see what sticks
0: yeah so like but so okay we've moved to the point where we're gonna do standard bands and we're gonna every year we're gonna do a band. And like I mentioned last time, you can almost think of it as like rotation through ban. Yeah. so if like after a year, like we know what's coming and like wow, this is not going to unseat whatever deck is the top deck and it's been the top deck for six months, we're gonna have to maybe ban some stuff out of it to like bring it down in power level to everything else mm-hmm. um so. This is our first go at bans, and we banned three things. And so we'll go, tell you what the cards are, and then we'll kind of go over the, like, watsy like, reasoning. Mm-hmm. So the three cards that got banned were Fable of the Mirror Breaker, Le Duh, of course. Yep. Shocker. Um, and then Reckoner, Bankbuster. Again, shocker. Also, duh. And the last one was surprising. Uh, it was Invoke Despair. Now we had talked about Invoke and I thought, I think I remember saying that I didn't think it would get banned because like it's more Fable was the problem and Invoke was like a symptom. Right. But I think they were just trying to, based on what they were saying, kind of like push some of the black decks out that just kind of defaulted to having this. Yeah. I don't know if that, I don't know if it really is going to f- fix that problem, because, like, it's kind of hard to play Invoke in, like, a three-color deck if you don't have Fable. Well, so, I, I
1: mean, I guess we can get into some of that stuff now. Sure. Um, if you're going to play a black deck. Yes. Like, there has to be reasons for you to be in black. And mm-hmm. they just got rid of, well they got rid of a reason to be mono black, which is, um, bankbuster reason to be mono, like control E, whatever color. Yeah. Um, they got rid of a reason to be red, black with fable,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but like in order f- in, I think that if they don't get rid of something else, like the red, black deck still sticks around in order for you to want to be black. You have to have a reason. And I think if they take shield instead of invoke, like, then there's no reason to play black anymore. At least leaving Shieldred, like, you could play black something. If you take Shieldred and leave Invoke, like, that's not a deck. Like, you have to be almost mono-black, because otherwise you're not casting, you know, without the help of uh, Fable, Fable, you're, you're not casting your Invoke and... Like there's nothing else to build a deck around. Yeah,
0: I mean, like Misery Shadow into uh, Graveyard Trespasser into Shieldred. And I guess you have Evolve Sleeper in there. I think you're Mm -hmm. a little thin on twos. But no, I I, I see that as like if you leave invoke, then that just is a then you just have that deck where you go Misery Shadow, Mm -hmm. Graveyard Trespasser into Shieldred, into Invoke, and that's just a very powerful curve. So, mm-hmm. like, that pushes you away from that as a deck. Mm-hmm. But, like, I went through and looked at... Like, I just did a quick... Um, I just went through Goldfish, and mid midrange played Invoke. Grixis midrange played Invoke. And then... um The next black deck was seventh, and that was Orzoth Mm mid-range, and it doesn't play Invoke. So, like, Invoke was really only in Arakdos and Grixis.
1: Yeah, which were basically the same deck, like... Yeah. Just an evolution of the deck.
0: Yeah, but, you know, they both had Fable tied together, and I don't think you can play a black-black Black, 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 black card. There we go. Yep. In your two-color deck if you don't have a a Fable that's going to make you one of those right. Black Pips. So, like, I don't know. It Like, the same decks that played Fable also played Invoke. Mm-hmm. Now, their logic was... Um, basically, invoke is never dead, and so if your opponent has nothing on the board, it's just a five mana deal, six draw three, right? Right, and if your opponent has decided, okay, I'm playing this a black deck, they have go for the throats and um, oh, whatever the infernal grasp or whatever. That's the wrong card. You know what I mean? The the deal, the kill something yeah. deal three. Um, I'm going to play Planeswalkers and like enchantments. And it's like, no, you're not. I'm just going to kill <laughs> all of those things. Oh, did your Planeswalker make a creature? I will get that too for my trouble. Yeah. Right. So like the ways you traditionally sidestep a black deck, right? Oh, things they can't kill or like things that like two for one them. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, no, actually I can kill all that stuff. right? The thing I can't kill is a bank buster. So yeah. that's the, that's the thing that you can play that gets around this. So like they were like, invoke despair makes it so it's harder for you to have good counter play like in deck building and sideboarding for invoke. because mm-hmm. the things you would traditionally do to get around that. You can't, right? Because, like, think about how fragile, like, a ley line binding was. Right. Right? You're, like, ley line binding your children. They're just, like, sucker. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. So, you didn't take two this turn, but next turn we're getting all these. Yeah. just like, oh, okay. Well, that was that was sad for me. Okay. Um. So, like, that really helps out in that regard. But, like, it was weird that they kind of banned two things out of the red-black shell. Well, I mean, they banned three things. I think that, like, Bankbuster was in... I was clicking through decks, and, like, it's really hard to find a deck that, like, it's not, like, purely aggro that doesn't play Bankbuster. Yeah. Like, there was just a lot of... Even well, right, it was, but, like,
1: I mean, it was in the deck.
0: Oh, yeah, no, it was, yeah. So they yeah. banned three, like... I don't think that bankbuster was like I think bankbuster was more of a problem because it was in everything. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to just being in red black, but like they took two cards that were basically only in red black mm-hmm. and they were like no mass. Uh so um so Invoke is fine like in terms of like a ban. Uh, Fable of the Mirror Bricker was pretty obvious, right? Uh, they were like, oh yeah, it's a card that literally has no answers for all the parts of it. It smooths out your draws. It ramps you. It gives you a win con. Like, yeah, that's a lot for three mana. And I think the thing that people are going to miss most from it is probably like the fixing of the, not the fixing, the, the fixing of your hand, right? Yeah. Right? like how many times is like the the resonant mid rangey jund player, right, would you like draw a discard spell and be like, well, this doesn't do me this any good Right. Yeah. Or like that's a hot season my opponent's hellbent. Yeah. Or, you know, you draw a you know, you're playing against someone who's playing control and they like you draw a removal spell, you draw a terminate or whatever the a go for the throat and you're like well i can't i have no targets for this right right and then fable would be like don't worry
1: we'll turn that into something we'll turn that
0: into something better or like you draw like land land or -hmm. like oh man i need to hit my fourth land drop to play my shield or like my four drop or whatever and it's like and like fable's like i got you don't worry if the goblin doesn't get it for you yeah. Uh, doesn't he eat your fourth we'll mana I'll make sure that you get it with uh, with this draw discard and so like not having that to kind of like kind of like paper over any issues in your deck because like mm-hmm. you could never really have a bad hand with a fable on the board right Right. you're just like oh it's fine and, like I'll just do this now you know you definitely have the people that like were like I'm gonna discard a land because I know I'm gonna draw a land in these next two cards <laughs> and then didn't need to be like, okay, well, at least there's some justice in the world. But, yeah. um, so, like, that was, like, really what it was kind of doing. I don't know if you, oh, okay, I know you didn't. Uh, this weekend, um, there was Arena, the Arena Championship. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Team Andre Stravsky and co, uh, were playing, uh, Chesky Dragons. Okay. Um... Which uh, Amy the Amazonian pointed out could just have been, uh, Jeskai ogres, because okay. they played or Jeskai orcs. I'm sorry, because they played one. They played four copies of Zergo and Ochitai. Okay. so there <laughs> there were an equal number of dragons and orcs. So all the um, same card, all the same card. So it could have been Jeskai yeah. orcs, but like, so it's like, oh hey, that's a different thing, and it's like, well. It's kind of Grixis, but instead of black, you were playing white cards, but it was still for Fable. So even that like, hey, it's a new thing. It's like, it wasn't that new. It was still the same thing that you were always kind of doing. Mm -hmm. So like this deck's interesting, like, but I don't know if it can exist without Fable. Yeah. Right. Which might be fine. Like we need decks to exist without Fable, but. So, like, Fable being the glue of the format, like, changes the format. You get back to kind of a more traditional standard where, like, cards can be bad Mm. and things can be dead. So, and then, like I said, Bankbuster, it's so weird. It's just, like, they took Maze Mind home, turned it up to, like, 12, Mm. and they were like, oh, wait, I guess this goes in everything and wins people the game. I guess that was bad.
1: Well yeah, it's a uh, Maze Mind Tome and Smuggler's
0: Copter and they had a baby. Yeah, they stuck it together. Um so I think that's all all well and good that those things have gone. Mm-hmm. Do I think that mid range goes away? Like absolutely not. No. Right. We're we're I mean like you we, just
1: rattled off a whole bunch of uh really good mid range cards
0: that black are still, still around. Has to yes. Yeah. Um so some of the things that are like left to kind of consider that maybe could have gone, I saw um a uh, tweet from oh, what is his name? Uh your brother. Uh Frank Carsten. Okay. Oh, uh, my
1: brother, yeah. yeah. Not hardly, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um uh where he had like listed some cards that were like three or less mana that gave multiple pieces of cardboard. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Wedding Announcement. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that we get to a point that the best cheap card in the format is Wedding Announcement, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it, it's got to be. So, <clears throat> like, are we just going to have a bunch of card decks built around Wedding Announcement, kind of like we did? Yeah, I was going to say, we already we already had that. We, we already did. Yeah, we, we did yeah. that. And I think that's what we, like, kind of, that's one of the things we can go back to. So I went through um, Goldfish because they still have like uh, Rakdos and Grixis as like at the top of the metagame. They haven't gone through and like deleted them because sometimes they will when there are bans. Yeah. So I I wanted to look at what decks are kind of like next up. Right. Now, the texture of the format changes. Mm -hmm. So maybe the things that these decks were good at doing aren't as important now that you don't have Grixis and Rectos at the very top. but what I mean, maybe, but what are, what are the decks that are left? Yeah. Right. So a deck that played none of the band cards, mm-hmm. uh, is, um, Azorius soldiers. Okay. So it's kind of just a blue, white, um, tempo deck. Uh, with, I guess, Fairy Mastermind as an honorary soldier. Um, sure. Where you have like Recruitment Officer, Skrelv, Denik, um, Fairy Mastermind, the uh, Harbin, the thing that if you attack with five uh, or more soldiers, they all get plus mm-hmm. one, plus one in flying. Resolute Reinforcements, the mm-hmm. one-one soldier that makes a one-one, Valiant Veteran. Like Zephyr Sentinel and uh, Sky Strike Officer. Zephyr Sentinel feels like really bad.
1: <laughs> like, really bad. They really bad. needed that soldier.
0: Yeah, like a 2 1 flash flying. Like, it just feels bad. <clears throat> uh, right. Um, and then some, you know, a little bit of like removal, some like counter spells, distru- disruption. Right. Like, that's a deck that can like hang around. It doesn't really lose anything from the band. And I don't think anything, nothing about it is like, oh, hey, I'm like a red-black. I'm the, I'm the thing that's here to, like, take down red-black. Honest red-black. Yeah, yeah so it, it feels, like, reasonable mm-hmm. as a as a thing that can, like, stay around. But it also yeah. feels like red-black and Grixis just being like, I'm a pile of removal and Shieldred. Mm-hmm. Just, that feels like it would have been, like, an awful matchup. Yeah.
1: Well, so another deck that you have here is Esper Midrange, Mm -hmm. and that would be like the closest analog to what Red Black is, especially since just a couple minutes ago, you had talked about, you know, when we started talking about the bands we talked about a card that maybe should have gone and was Shieldred, that is still around, and then you mentioned Wedding Announcement that, you know, is maybe the next top dog in the format, but... One of the things that you wrote down here that you didn't talk about was Rafine mm-hmm. uh, because Rafine kind of does what Fable does. It does. It filters the cards in your hand. It, you know, makes threats out of whatever's on your board. There's definitely some parallels there. And Esper Midrange gets to
0: play all of those cards. Yes, it does. So, um, I guess I kind of skipped over like what else could have gone, but Rafine is definitely something that could have gone cuz like mm-hmm. you said like so because we have to make all of our um uh all of our sets with commander in mind. Mm-hmm. Right? We have all of these legends now. Right. And typically legendary creatures are pretty good.
1: Mhm. Yeah, the so- legendary is for like regular constructive purposes supposed to be a drawback
0: yeah but if you have so like this deck plays two ronas and four rafines right like you're never gonna have multiple lane and you're never gonna have multiples of your legends because you've got six ways to get rid of them right now I think the thing that is different between like red black mid range and Esper Legends is if you look at like red black, it had nine creatures, mm-hmm. and fifteen spells, three cut downs, uh, and a braid. Four go for the throats and four invoked des- despairs, right? And then like two duresses and like a light up a night, the night for the combo finish with uh, Chandra right but um like the esper they have again esper midrange or esper legends it only has three go for the throats right i think that um during the pro tour uh, was it shota i think it was shota um he he had three go for the throats and two make disappear so he had more interaction than most people yeah And so I don't know, right? Like this could get more like the generic, a generic mid range deck, right? You could see maybe cutting some legends Mm -hmm. and then like going from like three removal spells to like eight or nine. Yeah. Right. And then you just have Grixis mid range minus red. Right, where it kind of can do some of the same things. So this is a, a deck that could really step up and kind of take the mantle, because like I don't know what like, you know what the hold is. In the deck, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like there's not like a clear like oh hey this deck does this bad this kind of does everything just fine. Right. Um, that's
1: that's what a mid range deck is yeah. supposed to be. Yeah. Not the uh. Not the crazy ramp like bigger than your opponent's mid range slugs that we've had. Like mid range is supposed to be just like fifty percent matchups. Let's yeah. let's leave it up to the pilot.
0: <laughs> yeah. But like fifty percent matchups, but like usually things that topped out at like four or five, like low to the yeah. ground, most efficient things. Mm-hmm. And we went through a stretch that was what are the three best commander cards. In standard, right. how can I cast them more quickly than my opponent? Right. Right. Uh, and I think there's a chance that we're going to have that as well.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I guess so, that's a pretty good sw- segue into the last deck that we're going to talk about, right? Thank you.
0: Thank you. I try. Um, so going through the standard metagame, I kind of threw me because it gives Rakdos, Grixis, Azorius Soldiers... With So with, Grax- Gra- with Grixis Gractos. and Rakdos <laughs> being combined 44% of the metagame. Oof. Yeah. Then next up was Azorius Soldiers at 13%. And then you had Four Color Ramp at 9.7%. Mm-hmm. And then there was Mono Red at 8%, which, whatever. Uh, it's Mono Red. But then there was also Four Color Ramp again. Thank you very much, um, MTG Goldfish, for giving me the same deck name twice. Yeah. Um, so these, both of these are... I think the numbers change a little bit. Uh, same basic deck, though. Same basic deck where you're like Topiary Stomper, Atraxa, and uh, Invasion of Zendikar. Mm-hmm. And then, what else would you like to do? So now, uh, one, they both lose two Bankbusters, but I don't think that's like a deal breaker for the deck yeah, that's just doing just giant say, things.
1: That's You're playing that because it's a good card, not because that's what the deck needs.
0: Yeah. And like, removal-wise, are they both the same? Uh, I think so. They're both on for ossification for leyline bindings Mm -hmm. the difference is is like one of them their big thing is kaya yeah the seven mana it has sex proof and the other one plays what i can only assume is the right thing which is a tally yes Uh, i want i want to spin into dinosaur <laughs> I want to play dinosaur and have him spin just give me good stuff and then it's playing Arch- Archangel of Wrath okay which I guess is a reasonable thing to do on five or on four mm-hmm. and like a two for one on five yeah so like so yeah, basically they're the exact same deck I don't know how they got split up but one plays Atali and one plays um, uh, uh, Kaya. Yeah. But like, this is a deck that, you know, currently plays two Sunfalls. Right. If Azorius was a bigger part of the meta game, right, you could play, um, like depopulate mm-hmm. as like a cheaper answer. Um, you could play more Sunfalls if you're just like, I'm going to Stomper and yeah. I'm going to definitely get there each, each game. I'm going to get to five early. But like, uh, you can, uh, you can play more Sweepers and kind of like pick up that, that matchup somewhere. Like mm-hmm. they have one to populate in the board. I also love that they're playing four Tyrannix Rex in the board. <laughs> yes please can't be countered i will resolve my guy thank you very much um but yeah like your reckoner bankbusters could kind of become just more more sweepers yeah and you know archangel of wrath like is i i know a like kind of a way to win the game but like if you're on the itali build like What's stopping you from just being like, and these are brotherhood's ends. Good luck, yeah. soldiers.
1: No, I think I like the Italian version.
0: Yeah. I also love the fact that they're playing herd migration. Like that card was <laughs> <Yeah>. sick. <laughs> the card was amazing. Randomly had like basic land cycling on it that gained you three life. Like just just great. Like, amen. Amen, herd migration. Um, I like that card. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like it's like do you do you want five three threes for seven mana? I do, I really do. Cool, make that happen. We can arrange that for you. Yeah. Um. So, like, I think that you like you could definitely get into the like we're gonna go bigger, Mm -hmm. which can be dangerous because like there was definitely a time where you're like. You can't play mid-range in standard. Right. And I don't know, I guess, like, when I say mid-range, I, like, you know, it's, like, that, like, you know, removal spells matter, one-for-one one things. Yeah. Um. And, like, current mid-range is, like, all the value and, like, never run out of cards. Like, well, no, pile can two we... Pile of two-for-ones. Yeah, pile of two-for-ones. Like, can we, like... But like if we go to this and you're just like hard casting Atraxas and Dinosaurs, like hey, yeah. that's pretty fun. For but the problem is it's fun for a while. Mm-hmm. Like it's fun when this deck is the third best deck in the format. Right. Right. It is less fun when this deck is the best deck in the format.
1: Yeah. It's fun when it's thirteen percent of the metagame instead of thirty.
0: Yeah. Right, because, like, what is the thing that ends up happening when it's 30% of the metagame? Then your format breaks into, I'm casting seven drops, or right. I'm casting nothing that costs more than two mana, Right. and I'm just going to try to run you down. And I'm going to hope that that works. And so, right, like, I worry, like, you know, our chat GPT generated uh ban list <laughs> uh, that uh, that got floated, like, had a Traxa band on it. Yeah. And not that I think they would ban a card that's only been out for like a month and is really not that problematic, but they have in the past, like, we're going to ban A, and we think that by banning A, B will become too good, so yeah. we're going to ban B. Right. This just seems like we banned the top two decks. So we got rid of them. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to like. Hope... Now there's
1: no natural predator for C.
0: Exactly. Now there's no natural predator for like Atraxa, right? Because like,
1: yeah.
0: hey, I'm going to like ramp. And it's like, okay. But you might just die before you get to Atraxa. Yeah. Because I'm going to do. Because uh, I'm going to go like uh whatever what is his name is blood tithe harvester into fable into shieldred and okay cool you played your atraxa now I'm going to make you sacrifice your Atraxa right. and kill you.
1: And I don't care that you refilled your hand because you don't have enough time to stabilize.
0: Exactly. You can't catch up with me now. Yeah. Right? Like, oh you sunfalled me, okay fine. I'm gonna like six you with this stupid invoke and yeah. now you're dead. Right? So, like, that goes away, and it's like, all right, Azoria Soldiers, are you good enough to, like, is your combination of uh... do you? These lunatics! They didn't even have Thalia anywhere in this list!
1: <laughs> Not even in the sideboard.
0: Not even in the... And, like, so you know how on Goldfish you, like, can look at, like, you know, they'll give you, like, how many of these are in in the deck yeah right um not a single one listed in the main deck creatures right or fairy the mastermind not a soldier <laughs> there are more not a soldiers in this deck than there are thalia's some would argue the best soldier ever printed correct and we're like you know what We need this. We need those two fairy masterminds and the two Zephyr sentinels. No, no Zephyr sentinels. Thalia. Like every time they get sunfall, it should just be like, this is on you. You did this yourself. (laughs) You could have had an extra turn, but no, you were like, no Thalia for me. I'm too good for it. Get out of here. Uh, So there's a clear spot. You could perhaps make some hay and make the deck a little bit better. I'm just, I've not played it. I've just been playing Magic for a long time to know that, like, Thalia's good. So maybe yes. you should play it. Um, but, uh, yeah, but, like, you're really putting a lot on, like, Azoria Soldiers to be, like, aggressive enough mm-hmm. to, like, hold down... Aggressive slash disruptive enough to hold down the ramp deck. Right? But not but like not hold it down enough that like the mid range decks can like the like, I want to play four drops. Right. When yeah. I say mid range, I think like I to get to play four and five drops. Mm. Right. My curve stops at five and I want to be able to like play it, play a five drop and not feel like a dummy. Yeah. Right. And like, so like you need this and like mono red to be, Good enough to keep the ramp decks in check but bad enough that like you can play a deck that plays a 4 drop that's not Thundering Raju. Thundering Raju. (laughs) And why Why are you playing Thundering Raju when the sweet like questing dinosaur exists? Yeah, I don't know. I guess it like puts a counter on a thing but like They both attack for four. And I think Mm -hmm. Questing Dinosaur has Trample. Yeah, I think so. So, like, yeah. There you go. You can improve this with Questing Dinosaur. Uh, There you go. We're just just improving these decks as we go. Questing Dinosaur is a card you can play. Um, So, yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that they are kind of like, we're not going to touch Esper. We're not going to touch... These other decks. We're just going to hope that things go to a good place with um, Red Black gone.
1: Well, I mean, realistically, we don't have that long to wait either.
0: Yeah, like, it's three months. So, like, even if things get figured out pretty quickly. And well, it's
1: three months with a set release in there.
0: The bans happen before the set release.
1: No. Yeah. We're, we're going to have Lord of the Rings.
0: Oh, so you're just more like than people will be distracted by like yelling about like, oh yeah, uh, an African American elf, which we're already no, yeah, doing yeah. now. And, it's, uh, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> people will be more more distracted with Lord of the Rings than they are on, you know, Breaking Standard, which isn't gonna matter a whole, you know whole lot. I mean? Yeah.
0: So the other the other deck that, um, could be good. And I didn't mention initially because it plays for bankbusters, but I feel like they can find a way. Is like either mono white mid rangey control stuff or the yeah. orzoff version, yeah, which is just um, a pile of two for ones, and then various wanderers, right? And various wanderers. <laughs> <laughs> Three Wandering empire, Emperors and three Eternal Wanderers. Just people that can't keep their crap together and stay in one place. No. Um, and then removal spells and breach. Now, if you want to try to do something different and you still want to ramp, makes just taking people to the Junderdome.
1: Ooh, I like the Junderdome.
0: And playing Breach and Chandra, but oh, ramping yeah. into it with the, like, using the topiary, topiary Stomper, um, uh, whatever, Invasion of Zendikar, like Shell.
1: Yeah. I Think, feel like that was a deck at one point. Was that a deck
0: at one point? Um, there's a red-black version that went bigger than okay. red-black that was on Chandra and Breach. Um, that one that was Nathan Stryer's deck that won the Pro Tour. Mm-hmm. But like you could be like, I'm still gonna have like a tally whatever it is, like a and uh Atraxes in my deck, but instead of like Angel of Wrath and like herd migration, I'm gonna go like a planeswalker that's typically a two for one into like just two like play a giant breach the multiverse. Yeah. And try to get there that way. Which could be uh, pretty fun. Pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but like, off mid-range is also a deck that is um, uh, a reasonable choice. And like, it's only it's literally only black for Go for the Throat and Breach the Multiverse. Yeah, And other than that, it's just like a mono white deck because there's a mono white version of the it's mostly the same deck it is mostly the same deck it's just... uh, that
1: deck will probably have get harder or hit harder by bankbuster though
0: yes this is true i mean i don't think that uh just adding three-spirited companions is <laughs> like enough yeah but it could get slowed down just despite the fact it doesn't have that like Easy source of card advantage, and there's not like, there's not like a black planeswalker that's just like plus draw card. We don't have like the obnixilis planeswalker right now, right? So that will hit it a little bit harder, but it's not like an embarrassing place to be to at least try. Mm-hmm. Um, it only plays one Sunfall. Like they're just like my Eternal Wanderer is gonna be real good. Can <laughs> be real yep. good. Uh, But yeah, like, I don't know. So in the, again, the, uh, we talked about it last week, like the magic on the edge. Mm -hmm. I just played, I tried, I I just played Red Black that was a bunch of sweepers, Mm -hmm. Chandra, Atali, and Breach the Multiverse. And I I just played like all the sweepers. It was, uh, then it kind of, then it, towards the end I just went like four color nonsense with yeah. like uh Zen- now granted garbage fixing but uh with Invasion of Zendikar and I was like Sunfall you're in and Invasion of uh was it Fiora you're also mm-hmm. in and yeah we're just gonna do this and just like if you play creatures we'll kill them all and then we will right. just beat you with a dinosaur at some point.
1: <laughs> a dinosaur or whatever the dinosaur brings.
0: Yeah. Whatever whatever two cards the dinosaur gets me, I will beat you with yep. them. Um, And like that was like reasonable. Now we were missing a number of sets and the card Make Disappear was not in the format. Yeah. But like that might be a thing to do where you just like, I'm going to like ramp and go over people. Mm-hmm. But with if you're just trying to grind the ladder right now as a general rule when bans happen and people are trying to figure out the format the thing to do is like play mono red
1: yeah something fast
0: just get people dead before they figure out what's good
1: mhm punish people for trying fun stuff
0: yeah oh you want to have fun phoenix chick
1: yep it's
0: like oh i wanted to have fun i guess i can't
1: well, I mean, unless your version of fun is Phoenix, chick.
0: This is true. This is true. Like, I'm just like looking at other decks, and it's just like every deck that has like red in it, you're just like, yeah, I can't actually play that. Like that that deck has fable; it is no longer viable. <laughs> yeah. Um. So going down here a ways, I found Celestia Poison, Ooh. who like apparently this person finished sixth in a in a. Uh, in a standard challenge. Okay. Went five one. And it is literally all the cards that say toxic on them. <laughs> um and like just a couple yeah, it's like all the toxic yeah. creatures, a surge of salvation, four tie stand, two destroy evils, four scroll times, and twenty three lands. Just I guess that's one way to do it. Getting them. But, like, maybe something like this becomes viable because, like, I can imagine on, oh, your opponent goes, like, Skrelv into Jawbone Duelist and you're, like, ramping mm-hmm. and you just take, like, a million to- a million poison on turn three. They're, like, I'll yeah. give my Jawbone Duelist another instance of Toxic and I'll hit you for four Yeah, and you're, like, on a two-turn clock or whatever. So, like, I could see that being, like, reasonable. Yeah,
1: and heaven forbid you, like, Rot, pe- rot Priest and then, like, Tyvar's Stand.
0: Yeah, and you're just like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. no.
1: You're half dead.
0: Yeah. It is f- weird, like, that Mono White is, like, so far down the list, right? Mono White is only, is, like, number 11 on mm-hmm. this list. Like, that deck was really good for a while. Yeah. But I guess, again, if the the top deck plays, um, 13 removal spells, and then the next deck deck plays, um, doing a quick count, 14 removal spells. Yeah. That your, I'm going to play creatures deck. Oh, sorry. And Blood Tithe Harvester, so let's make this more removal spells, uh, oh eighteen Rules, I guess you just kinda can't Can't compete. Can't compete with that. Yeah. So Oh, and then there's Naya ramp. Ooh. Yeah, I had missed that. So yeah, um uh and again, exact same deck. Okay. This is the exact same deck. I hate I hate you, Manthos three hundred. <laughs> uh with your pizza box standard slice event, whatever that is. Um literally the four color deck. Literally yeah. the exact same thing. I hate this person. Um if you're listening, I'm not sorry. <laughs> At least our names were fun. Spaghetti monster Stompy. Right. Uh like that was fun. What was what was poison? Was it like was it always Phyrexian Stompy or something? Yeah, yeah uh blighted agent stompy or whatever. But yeah, it's the same deck. So yeah, like the next deck in the format is Naya Ramp. But like we have Disdainful Stroke. We have Make Disappear. We have enough ways that like you can deal with that that it shouldn't be a huge deal. Yeah. So It'll be interesting. And if it sucks we only have three months and they, like, try again.
1: Well, and you get Frodo to play with in the meantime.
0: Yeah. Um, This is is something for the people. Uh, Over the summer, should I continue to do um, March of the Machine drafts? Or should I transition Mm. into either whatever random format they have up? Or should I, like, middle-earth some people? Because, like, on one hand... Yeah, on one hand, like, I like doing the standard sets because, like, I get cards for, like, Pioneer or whatever. But, like, I am...
1: To the point where that's not an issue anymore?
0: Yeah. But I'm not, like... I'm not infinite, but I'm pretty much infinite. Yeah. So, like... For all intents and purposes. Yeah. Like, so, like... I think I've done nineteen drafts. Right. Uh I've done nineteen drafts. You y'all have seen uh eighteen of them. One was real bad, and there were some recording issues. <laughs> and I spent seventy thousand gold, so paid for mm-hmm. seven drafts, and I have made fifty-five or fifty four hundred gems. Yeah. So I've effectively paid for four drafts. So like... Out
1: of 20, that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, so it's not like if I do the other drafts, I'm going to be like, blah. But I don't know if people are going to do that. Well, you get four
1: drafts worth of stuff out of your Mastery Pass though, right?
0: Yeah, so I usually kind of break even. Yeah. Uh, Last time I forgot to do the Mastery Pass. I got got distracted. Just gave away free value. (laughs) Because I was done. I just forgot about it. But, yeah, so are people going to want to watch those or, like... Yeah, I don't
1: know. That's a good question. Because, like, um...
0: I don't know how much the product is in paper. Yeah. Is it going to be one of those things where a draft is 50 bucks and you're never going to do them? No, I hope not. Uh... Uh, okay. Where's it at? Um. A set booster box is 160. so a little bit more. Uh, Draft booster box. They're 144. Is what they're pre-ordering? 140. So they're a little bit more? Yeah. So they're not like... um, They're not master set, but maybe they're $25 a draft. Yeah. As opposed to 10 or 15. it that would be 20 or 25. That's not super prohibitive. Oh, here's one. Here's one for 100 on TCG player.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what the, uh, what you call it. The, uh, I mean, we don't have MSRP anymore, but whatever the MSRP yeah, would have been, I'm yeah. not sure what it is.
0: Oh wait, I um. Let's see here. All right, so a booster box on uh on Amazon mm-hmm. is oh this isn't even like um.
1: So uh, draft boosters is one forty-eight, yeah, and set boosters are one sixty-eight.
0: Yeah, it's just typically one eighty-six, which like whatever. Yeah, so that doesn't matter. Yeah, so it shouldn't be too expensive. Yeah. So maybe people will do a couple in their in their store. Hopefully, the format's good. Um. Uh, a thing I saw today that I. We, should, we talked about this last week, I think, in the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, aftermath boosters. Yeah. Right? So a thing to consider is if you're interested in some of the cards, mm-hmm. it may behoove you to get them now because everyone hates this product and no one's opening it. So right. the
1: prices will likely go up in the long term because of scarcity.
0: Yeah. So this was a saffron olive like quickie thing that I saw or like, a short, a YouTube short. a quickie.
1: We're going to see a Reddit post, of uh, six pallets in a junkyard.
0: In, in a dump somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, most of the rares are under a dollar. Yeah. And so if this is just a set that no one opens and there are some mm-hmm. things that start to see play. Mm-hmm their like their price is just going to go up like so it might be worth your while to if there are some things you want for commander or you think might be good in older formats that are cheap now i'm not telling mm-hmm. you to go spend like your life savings on nisses yeah right but if there are some like dollar cards like if you're like i think copper. If you
1: really card- wanted a uh Thalia and get drug monster
0: no, that's not that's not an aftermath thing though. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's so hard to keep track of them now. Yeah, uh, but like if you like copper coat, whatever guy is an yeah. uncommon. But if you're like, I think this is the real deal. They're like sixty cents. Maybe you buy them because if you wait in like a year, they might be two dollars because mm-hmm. no one really opened the set, right. and so just you know if you. If you're like Hammond and Han, maybe getting them when they're kind of cheap now, since no one seems to want to open this product and like they're just desperate to give it away, Mm -hmm. which is not a good place to be like, no Wizards has done like all of their um, all of their uh, stores and everything just so dirty on this whole thing.
1: Speaking of aftermath real quick before we wrap the show up here there was a card in aftermath that was like the Kenrith's funeral or whatever, right? Yes. So how are Will and Rowan on the draft booster box of Wilds of Eldraine?
0: It's uh, mom and dad. It's it's Kenrith. Uh, The return uh, king. So it's mom and dad, I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure that was what the story was is that he and the missus died in battle. Gotcha. But like what is it? Uh uh Jarina, mm-hmm. Dauntless General, is like seventy two cents and like if you like wanna play humans, like that card's gonna be a fringe, like pioneer human card. mm mm-hmm. Right? Um Open the Wilds is like the commander ramp spell, right? What is it? Yeah. It is Reveal the top cards of your library until you reveal X cards and put those into your hand tapped. Right? And X can't be greater than the number of players in the game, so it's X green green. So, like, for six mana, it's ramp four in a commander game. Yeah. Right? So, like, if that's what you're about, it's 93 cents, and Lord only is going to, like, print it again. Right. So, just, like, look at some some of those, like, Now, the things that are, like, harder is, like, oh, hey, like, I really like Narset. And it's, like, well, it's, like, six bucks. I don't know if it's good. Like, you know what I mean? It's, like, some of those are harder. But, Mm -hmm. like, Nissa has worked her way down since last week. She's, like, 35 now. Up from, like, uh, a week ago of 40. So she's come down, like, five bucks. And a lot That's of the cool. mythics are, are trending downward. Yeah. Or kind of flat. So, because like Karn was 15 last week. Yeah. And Karn now. and Karn is or, well, I guess Karn was like 13 and is kind of trending down. So there's some so like the mythics like wait on, but some of these rares, if you like, you know, Think it's a card you're gonna play, mm-hmm. right? Or could see like some value in the future, like oh hey, like I think, Niv Mizzet Supreme. How he's not got like now he's not standing on like a Supreme sticker. It's <laughs> just beyond me. They should at least have him standing on like a red rectangle, just, <laughs> just see so like you all know what this is. Yeah. Uh, but like, if you're like, yeah, like Niv's going to be good. It's like 40 cents. Uh, I saw people drawing. Uh, I've seen parallels to Dragon's Maze mm-hmm. where like um, what is it, Voice of Resurgence was yeah. the only card from Dragon's Maze that anyone cared about and it got really expensive because no one wanted to participate, wanted to interact with Dragon's Maze. Right, And then Seth's uh, Saffron Olives um, example today was uh, Original Kamigawa, mm-hmm. right? Where, like, Aboro, Palace in the Clouds is apparently 60 bucks, and I don't know why I have one anymore. Like, I should get rid of it.
1: Make it go away.
0: Yeah. But, like, in that, which is because no one liked that set. Right. So they didn't open it. So even, like, unplayed rares got really expensive because... There weren't that many deal. of them in the wild. Yeah. So if you're on the fence, maybe you should like take the plunge now that some of these are cheap mm-hmm. and, you know, so, you know, get caught in like a year and it's like, oh man, I could have got that for 50 cents, but it's like $4 now. Yeah. Or like buy 10 of them and then sell four for $10 later. There you go. This is where I say not, this is not financial advice. I am not That's
1: a like a casual tryhard. I,
0: I am not I'm not a l i am not a. I am not a licensed financial advisor. Um, <laughs> so but yeah, just this is a weird set that seemingly everyone hates and no one is opening. Yeah. Which leads to cards doing weird things price wise. So mm-hmm. going back to our roots about finance, but this is just something to be like mindful of.
1: It's a a good point.
0: So, yeah, I forgot
1: what was even in this set, and we just talked about it a couple weeks ago.
0: Like, it's so weird, because like, in all in all honesty, like, I kind of want to play with like the new the new Nihiri in my like bad red white like equipment artifact deck, but not four dollars worth of one to play with. Right. Right, and like I really want some Nissa's for like elementals, but like not thirty five dollars worth of want. Right, like mm, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. I'd also like like it if training grounds was cheaper,
1: because like I mean, six dollars is pretty cheap for training grounds, isn't it? It
0: is, it is. But I would like it if it was cheaper, because cool, like yeah. part of being like is like well, can we like eldricy displacer drowner of hope mm. can like if you have training grounds plus like um oh gosh was it biomancers familiar mm-hmm. right like if you have like six or eight ways to make your your activated ability cheaper like yep. is that enough to to, like, push you to, like, to, to make that really good. Right. Unfortunately, you can't, like, Zer you can't have Zerda and Training Grounds in the same deck because Training Grounds yeah. doesn't have an activated ability. Right. But, like, is that enough that, like, you could make that, like, you, know, you could Drownder of Hope and just, like, oh, on the end of your turn, make infinite 1-1s. Getcha. Get you, like is that is that enough? Probably not, but like if they Something were a, fun
1: to play with, though,
0: if they were a dollar, I would think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they are not though, so I'm not gonna worry about it. Not yet. Until Maybe they will be. Until someone's like, here's the deck. Yeah. But like, Nashi seems like a decent card. Seems like he could mm-hmm. do some things. It's twenty three cents. And if, like, in a year he does some things, also pretty sick, salt, high, tiny leaders commander. True. <laughs> um, Right? Like, if in a year he's doing something, it's like, oh. And, like, these cards are going to be in standard for, like, two and a half years. Right. Like, they have time to, like, Mature. do something. Yeah. And if you're just like, oh, I didn't get them. It's like, oh, nah, I've got to pay lots of money.
1: Yeah, you know, so much for standard being the cheap format, right?
0: Yeah, that that shit it's weird. Like I guess we have to just be cool with like like Azoria Soldiers is 150. Mono Red's 100. Mono Blue is 69. Nice. 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 Right? Like I guess like cheap is so relative though, right? Yeah, Like what is What is an acceptable price For Like a standard deck Right is it A hundred bucks Like I think I don't know I think Ideally it would be like Like if standard decks topped out at like Three hundred Right like I think that then like there would be this Like suite of choices at Like a hundred and like two hundred, but only yeah. like like at the very tippy top you get to three hundred, but like if I'm topping out at like four fifty, basically, like that just feels, and then that like lets other things be like oh, well, just sky mid range can be three seventy. Well, I mean
1: we we've definitely had standards that were more expensive than four hundred and fifty dollars for a deck.
0: I think so. Yeah when when we had like when we were just playing all the fetch lands. Yeah. Plus, then the like dual lands and stuff. One.
1: Mm-hmm. JVPs were a hundred dollars a piece.
0: Oh yeah. Man, totally missed the boat on him. Yeah. Uh. But. Yeah, it'll be. But it would be nice, like, if you could like move into a standard deck for like a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and then like if you didn't like it, like be able to like trade out for like 70. Right. And then get your next standard deck. But like 300, 400 is like so much outlay at the beginning. And it's like- Well, not-
1: I, I mean, what you just said is kind of a relevant point too. Like if you're if you're working on trading in and out of a deck at your LGS, where they're giving you 60% mm-hmm. trade in value, like when your deck is a hundred bucks and you're trading in and get 60 bucks back, that uh forty dollars is a lot easier hit to take than when you're trading in a thousand dollar deck and getting six hundred bucks back.
0: Yeah. And like if you're trading it for another hundred dollar deck, you just have to come up with forty bucks. 40 bucks. As opposed yeah. to you're trading your three hundred dollar deck right and you're now short a hundred and twenty. Right. It's just like, oh man, I can't I can't do that. Yeah. And I forget who uh, it might have been a PK video. It might have been like a tweet. I can't remember. Gosh, my, the internet, just all the weird internet stuff comes in. And it's hard <laughs> to keep track. But they're talking about how um, since there's less standard,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, stores now are losing that churn yeah. of like people trying to keep up with standard and like trading in a deck and like, oh, hey, like this deck's not good anymore. So I'm going to trade it in. And, you know, take my sixty, per- my 40% hit. Yeah. The store has now 40% to, like, make money on on those cards. And then they get their next deck. As opposed to now where people just aren't doing that. Right. Right, like, LGSs aren't opening packs because, like, they get slaughtered. Mm-hmm. And so now no one's buying cards at their lgs like buying singles anymore because they don't have singles to buy right and then they're not doing the like here's my hundred dollar deck give me 60 and then you sell that deck to the next person right like that's just like not a thing that happens anymore so they're losing that like way of generating money
1: yeah it makes sense all right i hadn't really thought about that but
0: yeah like we just are losing that like churn yeah so, I think with all this, do we have a show? Did we do it? Well, I had one more thing. Okay, that I, we one more I, thing. I
1: think I kind of touched on it, like, at the beginning of the episode, but for whatever reason, it's in the notes at the end of the episode here. So, okay. So, I just want to clarify that um, I mentioned that we're going to, you know, a more standardized regular interval of bands. Mm-hmm but that they're reserving a like a three week window after a set release for bands um they clarified that that window is going to be treated as like a last-ditch effort kind of thing mm-hmm. um they hope to never use it were like yeah. the, the exact words in the article uh they said it will be reserved for something along the lines of Our guardian so yeah. don't don't expect the format to get shaken up With bands more than
0: once Once a year. Once a year. Yeah. So that's why I was saying, like, think of it almost as, like, rotation. Yeah. Right? Like, did we put something in and we missed an interaction or, like, someone in whatever, in editing cut a word because it was too long. Right. And then, oh, no, it breaks the card. Yep. Uh, Okay. It's funny, like... They could have just, like, they, they could have just a rod guardian. <laughs> right, because, like, right after that, they were like, oh, yeah, we forgot to put another on hostage taker. Right. So we're going to put other on hostage taker. Yeah. And everyone's just like, yeah, that's how that card was, was supposed to be templated. But, yeah, so every year we're going to get this shake up. Like, but the, I guess the thing that, like, people turn off of standard really quickly. Mm-hmm. especially with it being played on arena yeah, people just go like standard sucks super fast and like just being like well if it's January and we've decided standard sucks yeah uh, you gotta write it out to August right and it's like well, oh well that I guess that's not too different but like I feel like people are more apt to just like disengage with standard now then they I'm hoping the
1: that design has been fixed um I mean I haven't seen any articles talking about how they've improved on fire design or whatever their current design philosophy is, but by now we're well into the era post fire design feedback mm-hmm. and post like seeing the dumpster fire that fire design led to um and it seems like the last few sets have been at least a little bit more balanced power level wise. Yeah. Obviously we have some outliers like Fable, but um I think that they're a little, It it's a completely different story than when we were in like core 19 throne core 20 days.
0: Yeah. Well, I would say that like Kamigawa was the, Kamigawa neo Dynasty was kind of the, mm-hmm. like there was a, distinct change in like power level or it's kind of an outlier right if you think about um the Innistrad stuff yeah then then Kamigawa is like kind of off the charts yeah but like that's just a few cards Mm -hmm. right that they like just missed on and then you go to Streets and Streets seems way more tame
1: yeah
0: and um Gosh, what was next? Uh, Dominaria United. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Yeah, this whole story arc.
0: Yeah, but like, Dominaria United, it was like, Leyline Binding, I don't think it's an offensive card. Right. Shieldred, I think, is, but like, whatever. Um, Just have the removal spell for it. I'd love to. I really would. Well, um, you're always
1: going to have a best card in this set. You are. You are, you have are the you're, best yeah. card in this no, set. So, but
0: like, it's not. Like, it is... There's
1: not four 11s in each set anymore.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And there's not, like, a bunch of... Like, part of it was, like, here's some of these uncommons that are just, like, rare power level. Like, I think that the goal of Fire... I think one of the goals of Fire Design was to make limited more interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. And the limited sets have been really, really good. Yeah. I there are some com, some complaints that I kind of I've I've been noticing. Um, no one else is saying them, but I, I will. Which is, um, so they've made it. So remember, one drops used to be like unplayable. Right. Right. Now one drops are like actively good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what has happened is, like, a lot of things you've been pushed further down the curve. Okay. So like, you know, even in this format where like, it's like, Oh, you can do like fun four color stuff. It's like really no, you want like to go one, two, three, four, some sort of interactive spell win the game. Yeah. Right. Like those are like how a lot of the decks are built. And like that used to not be the case. Like limited used to be slower (laughs) and you could do like, you know, the build around things and stuff.
1: Um, is that a function of arena though, or is that?
0: I think it's. I think it's a function of the one and two mana spells are just better at the uncommon and common slot, okay. and so right, I, like, like
1: arena incentivizes you to play fast though. Is I, I guess that was my point. Is so it like
0: it, it does, but like. It feels like the, like, bigger, slower decks don't get there. Mm -hmm. You have to be way more cognizant of, like, like, I've got to take this Fatal Flourish. I've got to take this two-drop removal spell, because if not, I'll get too far behind, and it won't matter what my top end is. Mm -hmm. And it used to, like, a a two-mana 2-2, no text, into a three-mana 3-3, which when that stupid uh, creature from like Amonkhet got printed, it was a three-mana 3-3. Three, three. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, this is really good. This is yeah. way above rate for a three-mana card, <laughs> right? And now like everything has an ability, and ETB, like yeah. all those cheap cards got way better. That's true. So I think the cards have gotten better. Now, Arena does incentivize that, but I think Fire Design has like, pushed in the hopes of like making every card be impactful yeah if you make all your one two and three drops impactful right it gives less time for the bigger things to shine mm-hmm. but what's funny is is that in, in Constructed the best cards are often the like seven mana commander plants
1: <laughs> so the opposite is happening so the
0: opposite where it's like oh well like the removal is really good so I'll just play all the cheap removal to not get run over. And then I'll just play like unbeatable thing.
1: Right. Or something that doesn't matter if it gets removed because I've already got my value.
0: Exactly. I drew six cards off this Atraxa. Kill it. I yeah. dare you. I seven I for one. I seven for one <laughs> G. I'm sorry. Or eight for one G. Whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so I put another one in my hand. It's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. But like, I think for limited, fire design has been, for the most part, good. Other mm-hmm. than the fact that every card is, like, a novel. Right. Right. Um, but for Constructed, like, when you do that, you just... You, you run the risk of missing way too much. Yeah. So hopefully they've, like, confined the balance of, like, how can we make cards interesting for Limited? Not that, like, I was, like, not interested in Limited when it was, like, Grizzly Bear into, like, Grey Ogre. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, I was still having fun and having to figure out how to attack and block. Uh, but at they find that balance of, like, limited is interesting and engaging, but we yeah. don't print a bunch of cards that just, like, wreck the format. Yeah. So, now do we have a show?
1: Now we have a show. We
0: did it. So, um, if you want to reach out to us and tell us what cards you think should have got banned or what you think is going to rise up to be the best deck and be 44% of the format, please nothing, Uh, you can let us know. Um, All all our social media links are in the description.
1: Yeah, hit us up, let us know uh, anything about any of the cards we talked about, any of the decks that we talked about, if you got any ideas for upcoming shows, um, what you had for breakfast. I don't care. Just get at us, let us know. Uh, If you're looking to support the show, I hope you're looking to support the show. There's uh, two ways you can do it. The first is with our TCG Player affiliate link, casualtryhard.com slash TCG. Uh, Follow that link on over to TCG Player, buy whatever you're going to buy, and support the show at the same time. Thanks in advance. Yes. Um, The other way you can support us is through Patreon. Uh, It's patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. You can chip in whatever you feel like we're worth And uh, get access to all of the benefits. So you get put on my mailing list. We got cool stuff to send out. I send out cool stuff. Make sure you're on the mailing list. Uh, You get access to our pre-show. Another hour of content out of us. That seems like a win-win so far. And you also get access to our show notes. Um, Sometimes there's a lot in them. Sometimes there's not a lot in them. But there's always enough to let you know what the show is going to be for the upcoming week. So... If any of that sounds like a good deal, or if you just want to give back for the now 228 episodes that we've provided for you, head on over to patreon.com slash and chip a couple bucks in. Thanks.
0: Thanks. All right. And with that, we'll catch you on the internets. Yeah, we'll catch you on the internets.